Howdy, folks, and welcome to Savory Avery, episode 22. It's March 20th, 2022, 7.32 p.m. My name is Avery Nazan. I'm an unsponsored skateboarder from the South Calgary, Alberta area, and today I'm going to teach you how to kickflip. Nah, just kidding, but we are going to talk about some skating stuff. I got a couple of skateboard-related top 10 lists that I will probably get into at some point. It's the first day of spring. It finally sprung, and it's a beautiful day today. It did snow a little bit. That was weird. Didn't stick, of course. Not a big deal at all, but I mean, that might be the last of it. We got a beautiful week ahead of us. Can't wait. Went to Ikea today. You can probably tell that my voice sounds a little nasty. Um, this is probably going to be a short one because of that. Uh, but, you know, I had to had to push it because, I mean, you know, I had to just do it now because Tuesday is coming up. And I hate, I hate editing on the same day that I record. And I work on Tuesdays, so I need, and it needs to be done Monday night. So today's the day. But anyway, I went to Ikea with me and my girlfriend and got a few things. It was good. We got a new curtain for our uh, our main floor. We have a big window facing the in the front side of our place, facing south. And uh, we needed two curtains. Uh, but yeah, we got these like, right now we're rocking these super cheap ones that we got when we just first moved in. They kind of have like some holes in them. They're really thin. They're blackout curtains, but they're just, you know, they're kind of nasty. So we, we upgraded, got these burnt orange colored ones. They're nice and thick. Also blackout curtains. Just set those babies up. It took longer to steam them than it did to set them up and everything. Man, it's a lot of fabric, but got them looking nice. Nice and pretty. No wrinkles. Nothing major, at least. Also got a new mirror. Very stoked on that. I've been meaning to get one for a while. I've had a mirror in my room. Not really the right size. It's not like a full body mirror. And I also ran out of wall anchors. And I tried to just put a screw in, but it didn't hold. Kind of left a hole in the wall. But uh, I ended up buying like an actual full body mirror that this time today. And I also bought some screws and some wall anchors and set that up. Looks pretty good. It's not perfectly straight, but it looks it looks perfectly straight. It's close enough. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, probably like six feet tall. Maybe like three feet wide. It's beautiful. Got it nice and flush against the wall. Very stoked. Took a long time, but got her done. And then, you know, a couple other things. We ended up getting some food at the end. Typically, we'll stop at like the, the cafe or the cafeteria area where they actually have they actually have like decent food. We ended up hitting up the other food spot in Ikea at the checkout where they just have a few items and it's like that nasty, grimy, super cheap stuff. Now that isn't to say that it's bad. I love it, but you know, that's that's just what it is. We got a couple of glizzies with mustard and ketchup. A couple of cheap hot dogs. You know, they tasted just like a cheap, shitty hot dog would taste, but man, was it satisfying. Something about it. And then they had a new item. We got it as well. It was like a meatball sub. 
So, you know, hot dog bun, and they got three of their Swedish meatballs in there, and then they got like marinara sauce on top. Looked kind of disgusting. Tasted actually really good, way better than the hot dog. I'd highly recommend. The hot dog's only a buck. Meatball sub is two fifty. Still super cheap. And then we also got this like sherbet, or it's like a non-dairy or like non-sugar or something like that. Strawberry flavored frozen yogurt. It was, it was pretty damn good. So that was a good time. Let's get into this list. I got a couple of lists. They're both skateboarding related. All right. They're both about doing easy skateboard tricks for those beginners out there. Trying to learn some new stuff. Trying to point you in the right direction. Or maybe you're an experienced skater and you'll completely disagree with everything that I'm saying. Either way, let's get into it. Top 10 easiest ollie variations. Now, I didn't include any ollie souths or any ghost ollies because no one actually does those. You never see someone do an ollie south, you know, where you like kick your back foot out unless it's like a nollie. But then you would just call that a switch fakie ollie north. Anyway, there's no 180s, there's no shove there's no flips, there's none of that. The only sort of exception I have is you can do sex change. I, I included sex changes. So when your body rotates 180 degrees, but your board doesn't, I still consider that an ollie, an ollie trick. All right, top 10 easiest ollie variations. Number 10. So this is like the most difficult one out of the out of the 10. Fakey Chinese ollie. So uh, a Chinese ollie is when you don't pop your tail. What you do is you bounce your wheels off of like like a protrusion in the ground or like a crack or like an, an uneven sidewalk, something like that. Uh, really anything that's just like bulging out of the ground that you're riding on. Instead of like, you know, just like running into it, you can kind of hop up. And if you just suck your legs up and don't put any pressure on your board, your board will pop up off of that off of that bump coming off of the ground and it'll stick to your feet and you'll do like an ollie without without sliding your foot or popping your tail or anything. Now, this is a very simple trick. I would consider this maybe easier than an ollie. It really depends on the person because in order to do a Chinese ollie, you need to be moving. Um as opposed to just doing a regular ollie, you could practice those on the grass stationary, which is maybe a bit easier. But the the, the, the fakey Chinese ollie in specific, I think is quite difficult. One, because you got to be comfortable riding switch. And when it comes to doing these, or when you're doing a Chinese nollie or a Chinese fakey ollie, you need to make sure you're going fast enough so that your back wheels... Don't get caught on the curb. You need to make sure that your entire board gaps the thing that you're bouncing your board off of. Or else you're going to get caught up when you land and fall forward. And that's really scary. So that's maybe more of a mental thing, but it's really easy. If you're doing a slow or really slow one, there's a high chance that you might catch your back wheels on, on whatever it is that you're bouncing off of. And it's switched, so it's kind of sketchy. Not, so that's number 10, fakey Chinese Ollie. Or Chinese fake ollie, I'm not sure. Number nine, switch ollie. 
in my opinion, the most difficult ollie to do out of the four stance, out of the four stances. Um, you know, of course, riding switch is scary, and also, you know, you're using your opposite feet to do popping and flicking. You know, it's switch, so. Yeah, it's just it's just terrifying because you're starting off switch and you're riding away switch, and it's not easy to make them look nice. So that's number nine, switch ollie. Number eight, ollie frontside sex change. Now, this one, in my opinion, is like difficult for me. I've I can't really do it. Never really been able to do it, but a lot of people can, and it. This uh, ollie frontside sex change, ollie frontside sex change, seems to be the easiest out of the four stances, right? Me personally, I, I've only really been able to do switch ollie sex change. I find that easy because you're riding away regular, but I see more people do just a regular ollie frontside sex change. Doing it backside is gnarly. That's pretty rare to see. Frontside is always easier, but that's a good one to try because. Even if you just do a tiny little ollie or a little pop and then you do the sex change, like that counts. It's a good start. You go from there, get the muscle memory down. I've never been good at doing anything late, whether it's like, because like an uh, ollie sex change, you kind of got to do the ollie. And then once you're up there, then you turn. I've never been good at that. Never been good at late shoves or late flips, anything with that kind of muscle memory where you're popping a trick and you're also doing something on the way down. It's crazy. Number seven, fakie ollie north. I included Ollie North because, you know, people do Ollie North. You see actual skaters do Ollie North tricks. No one does Ollie South. Maybe a Nollie South, but that, that's difficult. That didn't make the top 10 list. That's too difficult, I think. Fakey Ollie North, though, that's good. You know, obviously Ollie North is easier. That's the one after this. But Fakey Ollie North is a great one to try after. You know, it's just an Ollie and then you just kind of keep you just kind of keep kicking your foot out. I personally, I, I do them kind of weird where when I, I'll, I'll, it'll basically be one motion. So I'll do the ollie and I'll just keep sliding my foot and I'll kind of kick my board like downwards, like the front of it will go downwards and then my foot won't really kick out much, but it looks like I did because I kicked the board away from me, but it looks better when people do the ollie and then they, and then they kick their foot out and they don't like kick the board down or anything weird like that. They actually poke their foot out for real. But they're all pretty cool. If you if you can pull one off, you know it's it's pretty steezy and it's pretty easy, honestly. It's it's just like an ollie, except you just kind of change the way that you slide your foot a bit more. You just do it a bit a bit more aggressively, and it usually works out. Which leads me to number six, ollie north. Easier, um, definitely the easiest, like ollie north trick or any sort of trick where you kick your foot out like that. Number five, Nollie. Yes, I think I think that Nollie is easier than an Ollie North because in order to do an Ollie North, you need to have a strong Ollie. You need to be able to level out your board and then also have enough power to like kick your front foot out. But with a Nollie, you can just do a little Nollie. You know, it obviously like it, it, it's a lot more difficult in terms of you know you're using the opposite feet in order to do the trick. So it, it takes a lot of practice to get used to that. I think that uh, nollies are actually like pretty simple trick. In order for it to be a nollie, you need to be moving, right? Otherwise, if you're stationary, it would just be a switch ollie. And the fact that you're moving 
it gives you like I don't I don't I don't I can't explain the physics of it, but the 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 momentum works out in, in in a way where it makes it easier for your back foot to slide and catch the board and kind of just have it all work out. You know, when, whenever you're popping nolly or fakey, it's like the board like has more momentum because it's it, it you're popping in the direction that it's traveling in. It's like a natural thing. I don't know. My sister has really good nollies. She can do them better than her ollies, which is quite impressive. That was number five. Number four, Chinese nollie. A little bit easier than a nollie. You don't have to pop. You just got to find a crack or some unevenness in the ground and just, you just kind of got to put your weight forward and kind of go into a nose manual in a way. But at the same time, you just want to jump up. You just kind of want to put your weight into your front truck and just jump up, float up, and let the board carry itself with you as it hits the crack. And it all works out and it feels wonderful. It's really cool when you get get that down because then you can like Chinese nollie, like backside 180, something like that. Or when people can do like flip tricks, you know, like a Chinese nollie flip. That's crazy. Um, but again, you got to be careful. You, you got to make sure you're going fast enough or you got to make sure you're going really slow or else your back truck might land directly in the crack that you're bouncing off of. Be careful. But definitely give it a go. Number three, fakey ollie. I mean, what else is there to say? It's just like an ollie. Except you're riding switch, which is a big thing. Riding switch is super scary. But the great thing with the fake Yali is you can go incredibly slow, like where to the point where it barely feels like you're moving, but you are going fakey and you just work your way up. And I think if you go that route, it shouldn't take too long to get comfortable with them. Honestly, like a half cab is like just as easy or maybe easier because you're riding away regular. But this is just Ollie variations. Fake Yali is super chill, though. I'd highly recommend. Number two, Ollie. Just a regular ollie, dude. That's it. Even if it's just a little pop. If you get your back wheels off the ground, even just like a couple millimeters, it counts. You're on the path. Just keep going. Ollies are great. I feel like I don't do them enough. It's kind of a trick that you forget about. It's like, well, why would I do an ollie, you know? But every once in a while, it's good to test them out. Yeah, wonderful thing. Uh, you know, everyone has a unique ollie. That's for damn sure. Some people like to tweak it backside. Some people like to tweak it frontside. Some people like to bone it. Some people just like to do nice, clean, level ones. Some people have horrible ollies. You know, it is what it is. That's okay. Just you do you. I have like the worst kickflips in the world. My ollies are okay, but and that's okay. You just got to own it. Do your ollies and be proud. Okay, number one, Chinese ollie. And, you know, I don't know why it why it's called Chinese ollie, you know. I don't understand the significance of the naming. But, you know, it's just what it's called. So, I mean, there you go. Um, I think it's easier than an ollie. I mean, given, like I said, you have to be moving in order to do a Chinese ollie. But if you're comfortable with moving, then it's definitely a lot easier than an ollie because you don't need to pop or do anything. You just basically just need to jump. You just need to lift up your front truck a tiny bit and just jump. 
and that's basically it. You don't even have to pop or slide or have any muscle memory or any experience. You've got to be able to ride and have some guts. So let's go through the list one more time. Number 10, which is the hardest, fakie Chinese ollie. Number 9, switch ollie. Number 8, ollie frontside sex change. Number 7, fakie ollie north. Number 6, ollie north. Number 5, nollie. Number 4, Chinese nollie. Number 3, fakie ollie. Number 2, ollie. Number 1, Chinese ollie. There you go. Get out there. Can you do all those? You know? Uh, I mean, I've been skating for like 10 plus years. I can't even really do an ollie front side sex change. And this is a top 10 easiest ollie variations list. You'd think I'd have these down, but man, there's a lot of tricks out there. All right. On to the next list. Oh. What do we got here? What do we got? Top 10 easiest ledge tricks. Yep. We're doing ledges. I feel like this is a pretty easy one to make. I think that a lot of people will, will, will agree with the order that I put these in. Ledges are hard, man. All right. this In this top 10 list, there is no tail slides. There's no nose grinds. There's no smith grinds. Because those are all difficult. Smith and feeble on a ledge? Impossible. It's so much harder. Which is silly, you know. It's like, why is that? If you don't skate, you think it's pretty similar. But the lock-in is completely different. It's completely different business. Doing nose grinds and smiths and feebles on ledges. Honestly, everything's harder on ledges, except 50-50s. 50-50s and 5-0s are easier on ledges. But, like, everything else is more difficult, in my opinion. All right, let's start at number 10, This is the most, which is the most difficult out of the 10 easiest tricks. Top 10 easiest ledge tricks. Number 10, frontside lip slide. Frontside lip slide on a ledge is honestly pretty difficult. That's why it's at number 10, but it's it's doable. You know, it's doable for sure. Um, it really depends on the box. I never really did them because typically ledges aren't like always waxed enough to where you can actually do a good lip slide. It's pretty rare that you find a ledge that's that slick on the top side of it. Because uh, you're sliding on your wheels when you do a lip slide on a ledge, right? You got to put all of your weight on your back truck. Or else you'll just you won't lock in, you'll fall off. It's that's the difficult part, just staying on top of it. But it's kind of just like a board slide, right? And and there's no locking in, there's no truck, there's no truck business going on. You're just you're just like hopping on top of it like a lip slide, you know, and just going for it, you know? It's definitely doable, especially if you're just if you're hauling, hauling butt, and then you just like hit the very end of it. I'm sure you'll just slide right off. It'll work out just fine. Backside lip slide though? Come on. That's like death. Especially on a ledge. It's so scary. Okay, number nine. Crooked grinds. A very common beginner trick. But like one of the cooler ones, right? Like crooked grinds are badass. Everyone loves crooked grinds. And it's commonly like a trick that skaters will learn early on, right? 
and it's great because it's you're grinding your truck, you're doing a cool pinch, uh, feels so awesome, and it's it's pretty easy, you know, especially if you're like just doing slappies, you know, like you don't need to pop or anything. A lot of people can find their like can get into it pretty easy. It's a pretty like intuitive trick, I think. Yeah, you know, the only scary thing with crooks is, like, if you don't lock in, it's, it can be, like, bad business because you're on one truck, right? You got a lot of weight on one foot. It's it's definitely a good starter trick. I mean, you know, it's not easy. You got you got to learn a couple. There's a, definitely a couple prerequisites for crooker grinds, but it's not far off for people who are starting out with ledges. All right, number eight, backside 50-50. I know, I feel like backside 50-50 is really easy for a lot of people. I struggled with it for a long time, so I have it at number 8 here. Uh, I I didn't learn them, like, I learned frontside 50-50s and frontside 5-0s and, like, frontside tail slides. I learned all of that before I could even do a backside 50-50. For whatever reason, I was just so terrified of ollieing and going backwards and just not being able to see if you're going to lock in or not. Um, and you know, I guess it was just a matter of me learning front side first and then just doing that for so long, getting comfortable with it, that when I started to think about learning backside, it like scared the crap out of me. Now, you know, I'm just as comfortable hitting it backside, but I think, and for some people it is easier, but uh, just the, the, the plain fact that you're blindsided and you can't see where you're going with a backside 50-50 and, and ollieing backwards, I feel like, with an ollie isn't very natural. I, I, that's why I have it at number eight. It's a great one because, you know, it's you grind in both your trucks, getting those grooves in, getting those grinds in feels good. Yeah, so that's number eight, backside 50-50. Number seven, frontside 5-0. I know, but like I said earlier, I learned them before backside 50. You know, I, I don't know. There's something about backside 50. It's spooky, man. But I remember meeting kids when I was younger, and they were they told me the opposite. They were like, front side's terrifying. I don't know what you're talking about. So it's just me. But I think that front side 5-0 is a bit easier than backside 5-0. I think backside 5-0 is kind of a difficult trick, to be honest. Um, I love doing them, but yeah, they can be tricky. Yeah, frontside 5-0 is mellow, and that's like kind of a difficult trick, but like it's just like a manual, you know. I, I feel like after you learn 50-50s, that's the next thing to go for is a 5-0. They feel so good. There's a lot you can do with them. Number six, frontside 50-50, you know, prerequisite for a 5-0. My sister just learned frontside 50-50s. She just did one on a couple of manual pads and a couple parks around Calgary. Pretty impressive. Uh, her issue was like keeping her board perpendicular to the ledge. She could get on the ledge quite well, but she would never lock in both of her trucks. Just figuring it out though. It's difficult, right? It's like, do you go at an angle and then shift your body while you're ollieing so that you lock in properly? Or do you go perpendicular and like have to ollie forward a lot in order to get on? I don't know. Honestly, you got to try both and see what works for you. Number five, fakey board slide. Now, board slides on ledges are kind of difficult, in my opinion. They're definitely a beginner trick, but I wouldn't say that they're the easiest. Reason being is because when you're doing a backside board slide on a ledge, assuming the ledge isn't insanely waxed on the top side of it, you're going to stick with your wheels 
right? You kind of got to balance on your board in a weird way. You're like, you're not upright. You're like 45 degrees tilted and you kind of got to slide on your board and make sure that your front wheels don't hit the ledge or else it'll just stick. So it's hard to hold them for a long time, but if you're just trying to nick the end of it, it's quite easy and you kind of just fall out of it. And the fakie board slide I find easy and it looks cool because you're, you're, you're most likely doing like a 180, right? If you go out regular, it's just like a half cab, except you don't have to turn all the way. And if it's a small ledge, you kind of just nick your board on the end on the end of the ledge and you can fall out the other side, you know, fakie board slide. It's not too difficult. It looks super cool though. Um, you know, as long as you're comfortable riding switch, just learn those. If you can half cab, you could definitely do a fakie board slide. Probably easier on a rail, but it might be slightly less scary on a ledge, but a bit harder to pull off. Number four, fakie nose slide. Fakie, so when I said fakie board slide, fakie front side board slide, meaning your front side of your body is facing the ledge before you pop. And then a fakie front side nose slide, meaning the same thing, the front side of your body is facing the ledge before you pop. Same idea as a board slide, but I think it's a little bit easier. I just think that nose slides are generally easier on ledges than board slides. Um, one, because you don't have to pop as high. You don't have to get your front trucks over the ledge. You also don't have to worry about your the wheels on your trucks sticking on the ledge because you're just locking in with your nose. And you can do like slappy nose slides when you're learning, right? And those are super simple. If you just start out doing nose stalls and then you just start doing them at an angle, it's a lot easier than doing a board slide, I find. Nose slide was the first trick that I ever learned on ledges. And it was the first trick that I was ever able to actually slide and do like well on a ledge, you know. Number three, board slide, backside. Frontside board slides are scary. I did not put them on the list. Um, especially on a ledge, super hard to get out of it. But backside board slide, come on, easy peasy. If you're hitting a tiny little mani pad, don't even have to pop. Just lift up your trucks a little bit. You'll slide your board, you know, the, the, the hard part is like getting off of your back wheels because if you don't lift up off of your back wheels for like a split second, then you're not going to slide. Or you might, you might sort of, but it won't, it won't look good. It's kind of hard to make it look good, but you can still technically do a board slide on the ledge like pretty easily. You know, you can kind of just fling your board and get on it. You don't really need to ollie because your back truck doesn't need to get off the ground at all. You just got to fling your front truck up enough. Just pop a little bit, right? You don't need to do any sliding. Yeah, I broke my board yesterday. I never break my board, but broke my board. It fully broke on a backside board slide. It was like basically fully broken, but not snapped in two pieces yet. And my feet had to be like directly on top of the bolts on top of the truck or else the board would like bend, you know, and start like sliding on the ground. And then I just like flung my board. I didn't even ollie. I just like put my weight on the tail and just like hopped towards the rail and I got into a board slide easy. The board snapped in half. I didn't, I didn't land it, but yeah, that board was completely toast. It probably weighs like half of the amount that it did when I first bought it. There's so many chips, so much wear and tear. And when I was skating, I could just hear it cracking when I was like doing tricks. And I literally just like slammed my foot on it with like barely any force, like not even with the as much force as like my weight, and it just snapped. Like it was completely dusted. It was super soggy. 
I can't believe it. it lasted me the whole winter. It was pretty awesome. But anyway, yeah, number three, board slide. Number two, frontside no slide. Now, frontside no slide, to do like a legit one where you pop into it and you slide long and you get out, like that is difficult. It is scary. You know, you're going, you're sliding backwards, can't see where you're going. It's really easy to, uh, for your front wheels to stick on the ledge if you don't lock in perfectly. It's a risky one for sure. But if you're just doing a little slappy no slide, front side no slide, it's simple. It's simple. My 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 girlfriend and my sister, they're they're they just learned backside slappy no slides and they just learned front side shortly after. Like it was just natural. It's easier for them actually, which is surprising to me because I've always had issues with them. But yeah, that's a great one. I would recommend doing backside first. But frontside no slides just a little slappy. It's super cool. You can just pop out fakey, you know? You just and you, you and like yeah, like I said, you barely have to pop. You just lift up a little bit. Get your nose clunked in there and you just go for it. All right, number 1, backside no slide. Right? Your backside is facing the ledge before you pop. And then you do like a front side 90, pop into the nose slide. It's perfect, dude. If you can get a super, super waxed ledge and you roll up to it at like a 45 degree angle, if you're going like moder- like somewhat fast, like not super slow, and you pop into a nose slide, you will slide. Just do a slappy nose slide, you will slide, and it'll feel amazing, and it'll be so badass. It's super easy. It's definitely what I recommend people learn first. You know, it's great. There's so many easy variations. Whether you go regular, fakey, do a shove out, do a big spin out, do a cheese bread out. It, it, fl- flipping out is kind of difficult, but you do two sev out either way. Like, it, like you know, and, and they're all doable. Backside no slides are awesome. I do them all the time still. They're one of my favorite tricks. I usually like popping into them nolly, but to each their own. So let's go through that one more time. Number 10, frontside lip slide. Number 9, crooked grind. Number 8, backside 50-50. Number 7, frontside 5-0. Number 6, frontside 50-50. Number 5, fakey board slide. Number 4, fakey nose slide. Number 3, fake number three, backside board slide. Number 2, frontside nose slide. Number 1, backside nose slide. And there you go. So get out there. Get those basics down. Those are the simple ones. I know you can do them. And then from there, just keep going. Just keep going. Yep. Hopefully we got, hopefully I can film some street this year. I've been slacking the past couple years, but I'm feeling motivated. One of my buddies got a cam. Trying to go out this spring, get some clips. That feel real good. It's been too long. It's going to be a good time. I, I biked to Southwood yesterday for the first time in you know the springtime it felt amazing there was no ice went through fish creek there was a couple of small puddles but it was basically all dry it was a great time you know made it there in 45 not bad probably got to change the probably got to change out the winters on the whip i think it's about that time yeah the bike rides are fun i love fish creek 
when I was biking through Fish Creek yesterday, it reminded me of way back when I used to, when I was in elementary school, um, in the summertime, me and one of my older brothers would go mountain biking. Well, we, we would take our mountain bikes down into Fish Creek Park for a couple hours, go down, we do a little route, explore. You know, we did a lot of fun stuff, a lot of crazy experiences, a lot of gnarly bales. But there's this one moment in specific that, you know, kind of kind of uh, scarred me a little bit. I mean, I, I'm, I'm over it, obviously, but kind of made me afraid of Fish Creek Park for a bit. I was, you know, probably in like grade two or three, just a tiny little boy, don't know anything, barely even know who I am or what even is anything or what. And my brother, you know, he's, like, he's just pedaling as hard as he can. He's just, I don't know, pumped up for whatever reason and doesn't want to wait up for me. I'm trying my best to keep up. We're going through a bunch of wavy, windy turns, and I lose them. I take a wrong turn, and I end up out of Fish Creek. I end up in this community residential area. I wait around for a bit, call his name, bike around. Can't find him. I don't know where the hell he is. I mean, I don't know how long it took him to realize that I wasn't there, but he got far enough to where... After 15 minutes of looking around, we weren't able to find each other. So I start biking around the community, and I'm a tiny little child. I'm freaking out. I don't have a phone. I don't I don't know anything. I don't know what to do. I don't know where it is. You know, I don't know how to get home. I'm just following him. Even to this day, I'm horrible at navigating. I have the worst sense of direction ever. If I was in Fish Creek, I could barely read the map. Embarrassing, but the truth. Anyway, see this this dad working on his car or whatever. He's in his garage outside. It's a beautiful summer day. There's a kid out there or whatever. And I'm biking around and I'm like literally in tears. I'm just like crying and I just like see this guy and I eventually just like muscle up the energy to like go up and holler at them. Be like, hey, like I'm lost. Like, can you help me? Like, can I use your phone to call my parents or whatever? And then they like, let me use their phone. And he's like, you know, I don't know, probably all weirded out. And, but he, he ends up realizing this is legit and like I'm just a scared little boy and then I call my parents and they come and pick me up they were really upset and then and then whatever and came home my, my, my older brother came home and he was super upset and I was in tears and but it worked out you know I, I managed to I managed to find someone use their phone get picked up so I mean at least I was resourceful you know, as an eight-year-old, I don't know if a lot of eight-year-olds would be able to do that. Just walk up to some rando and be like, hey, bro, what's up? Help me. You know, so that was good. I didn't just, like, start bawling in the middle of the road waiting for someone to come up to me. Uh, that was forever ago. But that was a really fun time. You know, we'd take some pretty crazy paths around Fish Creek. There was a lot of jumps people would make at the time. I remember that was a big deal. But Fish Creek is still a beautiful place, you know. I've been going to it my whole life, you know, for over 20 years and still looks pretty well the same and yeah i've always been pretty close by to it all right well that's all i got folks thank you thank you very much and i hope you have a good week take care follow me on instagram at skatebug s-k-8-b-u-g on vinted tacky turtle youtube avery nozen and uh until next time peace out y'all and have a good night